Artie Moreno is not talking to local reporters. He's not talking to Jeff. He's not talking to Sam. He's not talking to Sarah. But he is talking to those national reporters. And we're wondering, why is that? What is he afraid of? How come he won't talk to the local people? Today, we're going to answer that question. We're going to share the questions we would ask Artie. And we're going to share the questions that you, the Locked On fans, would ask Artie. So it's time to get Locked On with Mike and John. And this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. John and I are not afraid to talk to anybody. I just want to throw that out there. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Thank you for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day you've got the Frisch Brothers here with you aka the Super Halo Bros my name is John and that's my brother Mike and my name is Mike and that's my brother John hey that's catching on Mike there's a lot of people people love the catchphrase man I saw, I saw that people repeating it with us as I we know, say it I know we've only <laughs> been doing that. it for two years yeah, it's, it's inborn it's These part of us take now time I get it I get it hey coming up this week on Locked On Angels of course we have Fan Mail Friday coming this Friday so get us your questions throughout the week your comments Comments, your thoughts on spring training, and we'll share our answers to your questions on Fan Mail Friday. But today, we are going to talk about Artie Marino, the owner of the Los Angeles Angels, who was once beloved, respected, and uh, well-received by Angel fandom. But in the last 10 years, things have kind of soured. We've uh, soured on Artie a little bit. First they're sweet, then they're sour, uh, just like <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Mike, <laughs> what would you say to Artie Marino? Let's talk about what's taken place. If you could sit down with Artie Marino, what would you say? We'll get to that. But we've got a little background here that we need to dive into. All right. So according to our buddy Sam Blum, Tom Verducci is getting an exclusive interview exclusive. with Artie Moreno. And he gave a exclusive interview to John Heyman earlier this year. <laughs> But Johnny, he still hasn't spoken to anybody locally. Yeah. He hasn't talked to all the people we've talked to and even the people that we haven't talked to yet. In fact, Sam tweeted this. Local reporters have been requesting Artie Moreno for a really long time, including pretty much every day this spring mm -hmm. and still no word on when or if it will happen. And so Artie has not interacted with any of the local reporters. And John, according to Sam Blum, there hasn't even been like a, no, I'm not going to meet with you. Yeah. It's just been radio silence. Yeah. And so question, why is Artie talking to national reporters and not local reporters? I think I know the answer to this, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Mike, just like you and I complain about all the time regarding the Angels and the way that people talk about the Halos. They gloss over the fact that we had incredible pitching last season, and it's only going to get better this season, especially with that addition of Tyler Anderson and the steps forward that we saw from Patrick Sandoval and Reed Detmers. Obviously, Shohei is our ace, and he's going to be spectacular. But what's the narrative? The narrative is that we need pitching, right? The narrative is that they didn't do enough to get a good team around Shohei Otani and Mike Trout because they didn't get a big free agent superstar when the real issue is... They needed to build out the middle of this roster, and that's what Perry Manassian did. So the national reporters don't really know what they're talking about. In fact, can I tell you something that gets my goat? I Go. love seeing John Boy 
and the crew, Jake and, and Jimmy and those guys, do the, uh, the the acrostic of who's played for the Cubs and who's played for the Angels, who's played for the Dodgers and who's played for the Angels. And every time they cannot name an Angels player that's played on both clubs. And anytime mm. they do, it's like none of the obvious ones, like Tory Hunter for the Twins and the <laughs> Angels, right? Uh, yeah. Even even like the Yankees, they didn't get Matsui for Yankees and Angels. So it's just a national problem. But I think that's what the answer to this question is. The national reporters, they don't know the issues. Sam Blum knows the issues. He's spoken with Angels staff, Angels players, Angel minor leaguers. Jeff Fletcher knows the issues. I'm sure Sarah, who's been reporting on this team for almost a year now, knows the issues. Yeah. And I think that's what Artie is afraid of. The national media is not going to pry in the areas that deserve to be talked about. Hmm. And as fans of this team, we are missing out on the real questions that need to be asked of Artie Marino whenever he gives one of these uh, national interviews. I mean, John Heyman interviewed him, and there was no question about why he changed his mind about selling the team. That's like... The, the elephant in the room. How do you miss that question? Good grief. Classic John Heyman, though. Isn't that just classic John well, Heyman? It, it like, makes totally me, oblivious. It, it makes me think that there's an element of like, well, I don't want you to talk about this. I don't sure. want to talk about this. You sure. Know? So I, 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 that's really what it comes down to. Um, Sam Blum tweeted later. He said, uh, I'm leaving Angels Camp. I'll be back on Sunday. Hopefully, Artie Marino will s- decide to talk to local reporters yeah. when I return. But. Uh, what is that? What do you think about that he's afraid of? Well, you've you've mentioned it a few times, and we've talked about it a bit on this pod. State-run media, right? Like yeah. this is this is what happens when you're trying to control the narrative. Unfortunately, when you're trying to control the narrative, and the narrative is unhealthy then you look like this state-run media. Mm-hmm. You look like you're the king or the queen. You look like you're avoiding what's really going on because you are avoiding what's really going on. Mm-hmm. When the Angels organization announced that Artie was not going to sell, a lot of the people that work for the Angels that we love, that we appreciate, were like, woo, this is so awesome. And you could see on Twitter, especially, fans going, dude, Read the room. Yeah. People are not excited about this at all. And that that's what was frustrating for me as a fan of this team. You and I are fans of this team. I, I really respect uh, Trent Rush. I love the effort and the energy and the enthusiasm he brings yeah. to the table. But I listened to his noon show. It was Halo's Hot Stove the day after Artie said he was not selling and Trent, you know, made points about like, hey, we got a good team going into 2023. I understand people are upset. I understand there's concerns, but our team's great. And it's like, Trent, that's not what we're upset with. We're upset right. with the backdoor deals with Anaheim. We're upset right. with the treatment of minor leaguers. We're upset about the handling of Tyler Skaggs, right? And and those are things, obviously, Trent's not going to be able to get into because he works for the team. Yeah. And so that's like... It puts him in a difficult position, and I think it's For unfair. Sure. And then you had, you know, Roger Lodge who said, call me a bootlicking house man. I don't care. This team's going to the World Series. Like, Roger, just get out because you don't even understand what we're upset about. That was a good Roger, <laughs> by the way. Good job. Appreciate call that. me a bootlicking house man. <laughs> uh, and, and so, but again, I, I actually, I have sympathy in the sense that, like, these guys are put in a position where they yep. probably can't talk about any of that stuff Absolutely. because of who they work for. And so for Artie to avoid the conversation 
by going to national journalists. Now, we could be totally incorrect. Maybe Tom Verducci does ask him about some of the things right. that he would like to know. Right. And, and, and maybe this whole narrative gets flipped on its head. I would love to be wrong. I would love to be proven wrong. Absolutely. But again, going back to like state-run media, and what we mean by that is the fact that the Angels own their media outlets and on the radio, and and you know the the people who work there have to kind of toe the toe the company line in terms of the of the dialogue that they give. Uh, it just puts them in an awkward position when so many things behind the scenes are bad. And John, you know, I'm not opposed to already talking to the national media. Sure. I'm not opposed to that at yeah. all as a fan. I'm not opposed to that as a baseball fan, an angel fan, and even somebody that's on this podcast. What I am opposed to is that it's not going to even address the things that need to be addressed. Correct. Like, yes, the national media needs to know because they don't, that our pitching staff is really great. The national media needs to know, because they don't, that GMPM decided to do what was right by this team Mm -hmm. and give us some meat on the bone instead of just Shohei Otani and Mike Trout and then everybody else. Mm -hmm. And now we have this complete team. And the national media just doesn't know about that. And other fans of other teams don't know about that. So for the Angel owner to get interviewed by John Heyman and... Tom Verducci and whoever else he says yes to, I am all about that. But the problem is, as you've mentioned, there was not even a question when John Heyman talked with him about why he didn't sell the team. (laughs) You got three offers or four offers of $4 billion or more, and you suddenly went, meh, you know what? I'm going to go back, right? Like that's the stuff that's really, really frustrating, which is why it's so important for the Sam Blums and the Sarah Valenzuela's and the Jeff Fletcher's to have access to Artie to ask questions. Listen, if you're going to limit the questions, okay, limit the questions, but give them access because that's who Angel fans are listening to and following. And I think they all do a really great job. I would highlight Sam specifically when he was on this show. That was probably the most clear and concise Mm. interview that we have had because Mm -hmm. Sam is able to kind of cut through the weeds and dig through the dirt. And I really appreciate that about him. I appreciate that about Sarah and Jeff as well. And so I think that there is something there that Artie is uncomfortable with. I, I want to throw all the blame on John Carpino because he just seems to be the guy that kind of messes things up the since mastermind. he's been around. Yeah. And, and, and so all that to say, I, I would love for the Angels to have a better narrative in the national media. It's just not going to happen if Artie keeps saying yes to national reporters and then limiting the questions that they're going to ask. Hey, coming up on Locked On Angels, what question would you, the Locked On Angels listeners and viewers, ask Artie Marino if you had a 2020-style Barbara Walters sit-down with Artie? We'll get to your questions for Artie Marino in just a minute. Locked on Angels is brought to you by FanDuel. NBA teams are preparing for the playoffs, and right now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat that first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. You got to go to fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen today. And as we continue our conversation about why Artie Marino won't sit down with our local beat writers, Mike and I put our heads together and kind of brainstormed some questions that we might ask Artie Marino if we were ever granted an interview. Uh, cross your fingers on that, because that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> don't hold fly, your breath. Right, don't hold your breath. <laughs> He's not going to talk to Sam, Jeff, or Sarah. He's not going to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I put our heads together and thought about what would we want to talk to yep. Artie Marino about. And if you don't mind, I'd love to share mine first. I would love uh, to hear what you have yeah. to say. Come on. I think the biggest thing, Mike, and I bring this up constantly, is what about the minor leagues? What about, yeah. what are you doing to invest in the minors? What are you doing to invest in the players themselves? How are you taking care of these players? Are you giving them a livable wage? Or are they doing Uber on the side yeah. and working out yeah. of food trucks and things like that? Which actually does happen, by the way. Uh, don't let anybody tell you differently because we know a couple of minor league players who have shared their experiences with us, and and that's exactly what it is. And the other thing is the investment in the minor leagues. We were ta- I was talking with a friend of ours, Daniel, about uh, Jordan Adams, and he said, how the mighty have fallen, right? Because Jordan Adams was so rated so highly. Mm-hmm. And not that he's taken such a big tumble, but he's one of those athletic Billy Epler types where it's like, oh, this guy's great, he's athletic, he doesn't have the baseball skills quite yet, but we can work on that. Well, look what happens when you don't invest in the minor league development department. These guys don't develop. They don't get the baseball skills. They're athletic, but they don't get the skills they need to translate to the major league ball club, and and that's the issue that's happening with the minor leaguers. Second thing I'd want to talk about with Arnie Marino, and it would be difficult, but the drug scandal, the fentanyl, Mm. and, and how that was able to go on for so long under their watch, right? And yes, Artie is the owner. Obviously, he's not going to see everything that happens in the day-to-day stuff. But Mike, you might have heard this a couple of years ago, but I worked for someone named Ellen DeGeneres. Yep. And she took responsibility for the way that her staff had been treating its employees. Uh, She called an all-staff meeting, apologized to everybody, said things were going to change. Now, whether things changed, according to some of my former co-workers, it's a little bit up in the air. Hmm. But her name's on the brand. Her yeah. name's on the show. She took responsibility for it. And in the case of the drugs that have been handing out, been, been handed out among the team and staff, and it was all because of, uh, I, I can't even think of his name now, but the, the guy who was basically peddling the, the painkillers, to yeah. players and in one particular case Tyler Skaggs which ended his life because it was laced with fentanyl nobody's really taken responsibility for that and I don't think anybody wants to take responsibility for that they've they've certainly like mourned him which I think was appropriate but they mourned him that season but now because it's going to court it's it's no longer appropriate to mourn Tyler Skaggs at least from a team standpoint that to me just mm-hmm. kind of shucks responsibility yeah, and sad. and and like I said, Artie, of course, is not involved in in the day to day. He might not have even known. Right. And I would give him the benefit of the doubt. But when you're the owner, when you're in charge and stuff like that happens under your watch, man, first thing I would do is clean house. Yep. Like nobody who's involved or responsible should be there. And yep. and I really think that there has been kind of a lack of responsibility there. The final thing I'd say is how are you taking care of Tyler Skaggs's family? How are mm. you supporting them? Because 
their player worked for you. And because of the surgeries and the injuries he that occurred to him when he worked for you, Tommy John, all that stuff, the, the attitude of uh, you're a wimp if you don't get on the field and pitch or play. Obviously, they didn't use the word wimp. They used much harsher language. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 there's a there's an element of responsibility that I think the Angels own the Skaggs family. And when you and I were talking about new ownership, one of the first things I said I would like to see new ownership do is extend an olive branch to the Skaggs family, start a foundation together with them for supporting people going through addiction and helping them solve that problem. And and just those are the questions I would ask. They wouldn't be easy. They would not be comfortable. But there are things that we as Angel fans, I think, deserve to know. And we yeah. deserve to hear it from Artie Marino himself. And, and and quite honestly, John, as I look at the questions that you would ask him, I think that he could answer those in a most appropriate way. And when it comes to like the stuff with Tyler Skagg's family and the drug scandal, I know that there are court cases pending. I think it's okay for him to say, you know, I'm unable to really comment on that. Yeah. Um, but we're heartbroken. I mean, say, say the things say that you something. need to say yeah. in those moments, right? right? And with the minor leagues, you can just have a conversation about that. These sure. are not off limits. And I think it would just be nice to be able to hear somebody taking responsibility for this team because as the leader, as the owner, he is somebody that, you're right, it kind of kind of falls at his feet whether he wants to be involved in it or not or whether he was involved at some level or not. It's mm-hmm. his organization. Mm-hmm. And you want your organization to be an appropriate upright organization and it takes care of people and I think that that's one of the reasons why the Angels have struggled not just because of the development that's a piece of it but also it's just been an unhealthy culture in the organization in the business office because mm-hmm. of all this nonsense that that has gone on so I think it's really simple for Artie to say you know can't comment on that we are heartbroken for the loss and and we are you know we're praying for them or we're thinking about them I mean it's it, it can be easy for him to respond to some of those really difficult questions what would you ask Artie Marino if you got a sit down interview well let me let me focus on the field uh, since you okay. focused on the organization. I, the I would obviously, stuff. I would obviously ask about Otani, and I would yeah. ask him like, like, are you having conversations? And I know that he may not be able to share all the details, but when are the conversations starting? Is there a? Are you able to go all in on Otani? Are there numbers that you're talking about? Um, are, are you going to be in, involved in those negotiations? What's your relationship like with him? I would ask mm-hmm. all of those questions about Shohei Otani and his relationship. I would also ask about payroll limitations mm. because we've always had these these limitations that nobody's ever talked about, but we they're, can see from there. the outside yeah. looking in that they're <laughs> there, right? And so we've never gone over the luxury tax or we've always gone up to a certain point. I, I know that we have the highest payroll we've ever had as an organization right now, which is great. But again, it's still under the luxury tax. I would also talk about and ask about his involvement in the construction of this team. Is he going to let Perry cook or is he going to get involved? Mm. Because it seems like when he gets involved, he's not super successful. And I would ask him about that. Like, tell me about the Josh Hamilton signing. Tell me about the <laughs> Albert Pujols signing. Were you involved in the Anthony Rendon signing? And then, I'm, and then I would ask about, like, how involved were you in this offseason compared to previous offseasons? Because what we saw this offseason was, I would say, a really successful offseason. We haven't played the season yet, but it feels really successful. And so I would ask about 
his involvement in the construction of this team? And would he allow Perry Manassian to cook and make the team in his image, right? Mm -hmm. What he wants to actually do. And not just at the major league level, but to the minor leagues as well. Is he going to be able to bring in the, the right guys and be able to develop these guys? And it seems like that's taking place. So I would ask a question about that. And then my final question, John, would be about his long-term plans. Mm. He didn't take the deal. He yeah. said no deal, right? And no he turned deal. down $4 billion, or at least rumored to be $4 billion. So I would ask, how long do you plan on being here? Mm-hmm. And is your family going to take over for you? Because you're getting up in, up in years. And so what happens if they take over? And it sounds like through the rumor mill, and I can't confirm any of this, but from what I've read, it sounds like the family kind of stepped in and said, hey, dad, what are you doing? We, mm. we really like this. And so I wonder if there is an interest from his kids to be involved at some level, or if they just really like the fact that this is the inheritance that they will get, mm. and if they sell it, they get all the resource. I, that's why I was surprised it wasn't sold, because that resource could have been shared with the entire family. So those would be the things that I would ask Artie if I could sit down and have a conversation with him. For our last segment of the day, we asked you what questions you would have for Artie Marino. What would you ask him if you had a sit-down interview with Artie Marino? I like this one on Instagram, Mike, from Halo Joe. He said, "Yeah, are you aware of how your franchise fan base truly feels about you? Are you aware Ooh, of it? Ouch. I've always suspected <laughs> that Artie knows. I've always yeah. suspected that because obviously it's all over social media. I'm sure that there is an awareness of how people feel about him. I almost kind of think that maybe motivated him to want to stay to earn back the favor of the fans. It's certainly going to take a lot more than a successful product on the field, but I'm sure that's going to help a lot of things for sure. Did you see any questions that jumped out to you? Obviously, there's lots of Otani questions on there. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I I really liked I really like this question. What do you care about most for the angels. Like, mm. what is it the thing that you're focusing on the most? Cause we've talked about his comment about, you know, I'm um, in the entertainment business. We're entertaining yeah. fans. Right. And, and so I think that that's a, that's from Tyler Shipley and, and, what a great question because we do wonder like what is it that you actually are prioritizing here what matters you have, yeah what's the unfinished business right john and i also like this really practical uh question from steve Hahn seven any backup plans for a tv deal yeah. i know mlb has talked about like what they're gonna do but Artie seems to be the guy let's give him some credit he seems to be the guy that makes really good moves so that he can get a lot of resource and so I wonder if there's a plan in place for them to actually move forward. Everybody everybody needs to look at what the Yankees have done with the Yes Network. Like, like just take over. Like, mm-hmm. just let that be your network. I get mm-hmm. it, state-run media, but then, then you don't have to worry about all of these outside interferences and if they're going to go bankrupt and all of that nonsense. I think that it really can be the Angels running their own organization and being a team that can produce some really quality content that they're actually really proud of and they oversee. Adrian Rios, shout out to Adrian on YouTube. He's a YouTube watcher. He commented and said, questions for Artie, what's your long-term pitch to keep Otani? Considering Mm. you've never gone over the luxury tax once in 20 years. It's actually, they did go over it in 2004, 2005, around that time, but it was also a much lower luxury tax back then. Right. Uh, right. If you sign Otani to a 40 to $50 million contract, 
Otani, Trout, and Rendon take up about $115 million, or 50% of the $233 million tax threshold. Your minor leagues are ranked toward the bottom. There won't be a lot of help coming to offset the top-heavy in terms of salary team. How do we prove to Otani we are the right place to be and that we can win both in the short term and the long term? So it's a great series of questions mm. from Adrian uh, for Artie Marino right there. I love this one from Garrett Varela. He said, what do you believe has gone wrong with this team yes. in the last 10 years? Really think that that's a great, great question. And then there's a couple of funny questions like, uh, uh, why are you the way that you are? Quoting Michael Scott <laughs> yes, from James, James Russell Barton. James I love that. Why are you the way that you are? Why are you the way that Every you are? Every time I want to go and do something fun, you make it not that way. <laughs> and then uh, why are you the Jerry Jones of baseball, Ooh. sir? That's from Max Torres 900. I think some of these questions are funny, but there's some good, there's some good details in here. Like uh, I, what's the real reason? For you mm-hmm. not selling the team, that's mm-hmm. from nineteen Rob Dog ninety one, and and I I think that that's what a that's a question that all of us want to know. Like, how come you didn't move forward with this? What was the reason why? And again, this is why it's so important to have Sam and Jeff and Sarah and others sit down with Artie Moreno because they they know what we know and perhaps mm-hmm. know a bit more than what we know. Of right? Course. They are the extension of our angel fandom. They are the heartbeat for us to be able to ask these questions. They're not going to let us in and ask the questions. And so these media people need to have access to Artie. And if he doesn't want to answer the question, he can say no comment. But I think that there is something about giving himself the opportunity to talk about his team and his organization, but also giving space to people to hear from him. And it just looks bad if he's Mm going to meet with John Heyman and Tom Verducci and ignore everybody else. Very important question here from Jeff Mather. He said, question for Artie. Can we get some Guinness served at the stadium? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Mike, I know you don't drink, but I know this team might drive you to drinking eventually. Yes. Yeah, uh, right. The the fact is, I can think of a hundred better dark beers than Guinness. (laughs) Come on. Come on, Jeff. (laughs) This is your one shot. Your one chance to ask. Don't you remember what Eminem sang about? This is your one shot, and you're going to ask about Guinness? Well, listen, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. You can win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every single day, bringing some of the best strategies for your team. You can find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcast and here on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, and they're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for sending in your questions for Artie Marino yeah, to us great. at Locked On Angels on Twitter, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. We really appreciate you guys participating. And for those who commented below on YouTube as well. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Hey, it's going to be a Locked On crossover. Our friend Bryce from Locked On Rangers is going to join us. And so we're going to ask him, what do we need to know about this Rangers team, right? Because they've always been a team that has been competitive. They weren't really great last year, made a whole lot of signings, then got a whole new pitching staff, and they look really threatening. 
So what do we need to know as Angel fans? And then we're going to tell him what he needs to know as Ranger fans. And we should start, John, with our pitching staff is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be able to ask us some questions that Ranger fans would want to know about the Angels. So yep. it's going to be a really fun episode. Big time crossover for Locked On Podcast Network. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.